Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Well, when Bobby Blades and I were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we had a lot of questions. How do we record an episode? How do we get our show into all the apps people like to listen to? How do we make money from our podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it is 100% free. That's one of my three favorite four-letter F words. It's also ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. As a matter of fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Now, admittedly, I am not a rocket surgeon. I'm not tech savvy. I need things to be super simple. Anchor makes it easy for us. We create the content and Anchor does all the rest of the work. I dig that the most. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join the Inhumans and a diverse community of like-minded degenerate podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. You know I'll be listening. This is Dr. Boris Orlock of Happy Horror Coffee Break, old-time horror radio show. <laughs> and you're listening to a fourth-hand production. Welcome to the weird and mysterious world of the Inhuman Experience, a paranormal podcast where we explore the strange and unexplained. Coming to you from the mothership directly above the uncanny valley, my name is Bobby Anthem, alias Dreadman Walking, and with me as always, he is perfectly qualified to be your next Crypt Keeper, my partner, my ace, my fellow Inhuman. Bobby Blades here, and... I must be on cloud nine or cloud 10 because I'm feeling a little weird. Weird is not a terrible thing to feel, man. And this is, if you're going to feel weird anywhere, right here is the place for that. Yeah, this this is a safe space. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't safe, even want to say space. safe space, man. That sounds terrible. I sound all woke saying shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take a nap? I mean, you can take a nap later. I wouldn't recommend taking a nap right now, though. We have, yeah. a, good, uh, we have a good conversation coming up, and you don't want to sleep through that. What the hell are we talking about this today anyway, man? Well, today is a good one because we have returning for the first time, we have Brent Hand from Hysteria 51. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> he is down with the clown. In more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And man, it's always it's always, always a pleasure having Brent on with us. I mean, we always have some good conversations. And this is the first time that you actually got to speak with him, so that was even better. Yeah, yeah. This is my first official interaction with him. Uh, we have something in common and you know, we're gonna discuss that in great length. <laughs> Um, as well as some other things that we talk about, you know, we're kind of 
kind of all over the place, but we focus a lot on, uh, you know, certain living situations that we both had. And certain non-living situations. Ah, well said. I like that. Yeah, man. Um, it's, it's a fun conversation. Brent is always fun to talk to. Super sharp, super witty. Uh, Hysteria 51 is just an excellent podcast, uh, an excellent network, uh, fourth-hand media, and we're just uh, happy, proud, and honored to be a part of it. So Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm happy to be part of fourth-hand media and clowns in a cemetery. <laughs> You're just going to jump the gun, man. Yeah, we're going to get to that, <laughs> and we're going to get to some more crazy, fun conversation uh, with our boy Brent Hand, and that's coming up when? It's coming up right after this. Welcome to the... Evening, ma'am. Hey, y'all. What can I do you for? Can I have a glass of Chardonnay? I'm sorry, darling. We don't serve that here. Any Merlot? I'm pretty sure you don't want these feet going nowhere near them grapes. Alrighty. How about a craft beer? Oh, yeah. We got plenty of craft beer. Which one you want? No, not craft beer. Craft beer. Oh, no. Hell no. I'm, I'm pretty sure the bar down the street serves that. Okay, well, what do you serve? I'm glad you asked. Welcome to the Backwoods Barcast. We serve up moonshine, cheap beer, bottom shelf liquor, and stories even harder to swallow. Join Nick. And Brittany. And the janitor, Stephen, as we discuss southeastern mysteries and mayhem, including but not limited to UFOs, true crime, the paranormal, and much more. So knock four times, grab a stool, let the bar talk commence, and as always... Drink more beer. Yeah, so this is the first time that uh, Brent and Bobby have been on the same call together. So that should be pretty interesting. Yeah. How's it going, Brent? I am doing well, as well as can be expected in the United States of COVIDity or whatever the hell we're living in right now. So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, well, you know what? This is this has all been fairly normal to me because I never, I literally never leave my house. So, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm just like I'm just watching everything burn down around me. But you it's know. like this is normal. Everything's fine. <laughs> Business <laughs> as you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing to see here. <laughs> I don't go out that often, but we do have like a little neighborhood pub that my wife and I go to. Um, but other than that, we're not big like, you know, I don't go and hang out at people's houses anymore or anything like that. You know, I'm, yeah, you know, or, you know, we're in our 40s now. Our kid, we don't have kids and everyone has kids. So that's kind of went behind yeah. us. So I don't really go out that much either. Um, but the ability to do it. <laughs> just you know not yeah. being able to do it yeah being told that That's you can't do it is what is really driving me nuts 
that's exactly what we were talking about because you know leading up <laughs> leading up until a couple of months ago uh, everybody was bitching and complaining about their job and school and everything that they have to do and and bitching about not having time and then once everybody got time you know nobody's happy with it man it's so funny everyone uses the excuse i just don't have time to do it and that really separates the was the 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 actual fact that you didn't have time to do it or you just didn't want to do it insert whatever the doing is you know what i mean because that's kind of the grand equalizer with everyone i would love to start a blank but i just don't have the time well now you do exactly <laughs> right and i bet those things haven't been started in most cases that's why i've been podcasting like crazy and kind of chomping at the bit to do a lot of recording yeah man you've been super busy dude you've been uh, i think i said you've been you're trying to be the busiest man in podcasting <laughs> <laughs> so, and i appreciate that because you know it, when you do stuff it makes it look like we're doing stuff so i'm happy to take credit <laughs> for what you're you doing taking you guys are really busy work. yeah we are <laughs> <laughs> oh man we put in some work dude you know I, i'm happy to be the affleck to your mad damon i don't care <laughs> <laughs> or, or whichever one does the actual work. <laughs> so, Brent, you and I have something in common. I don't know oh, if yeah? I've mentioned it to you. Yes, sir. Yes, we do. And it's something that not a lot of people have a ton of uh, real world experience with. And when I heard it, I'm like, holy shit, I got to have a conversation with this guy. Oh, oh, what is it? Lay it on me. <laughs> The fact so, that you only have one working eye. I am a cyclops. I don't know if you were aware of that. I do have one <laughs> eye. Uh, but when I was in college and a little bit after, I actually worked and lived in a cemetery. Oh, wow. You worked in one also, huh? I did. Yes. Uh, I was in college in Pittsburgh, uh, worked in Allegheny Cemetery. And that's the cemetery where uh, George Romero filmed Night of the Living Dead. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so Night of the Living Dead was... running around, I'm coming to get you, bald They're coming to get you. <laughs> all that, that yeah. stuff, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, some of it was actually filmed in the house that I lived in because they hired, they hired um, college students mm -hmm. to do security because they didn't have to pay us. They just gave us a place to stay. Uh, yeah. They supplied us with some food. They paid all our bills. Basically, all we had to pay for was our own clothes and, you know, uh, anything extra outside of the food that they supplied for us. We had so to pay for it. Roam the place, you know, make sure people weren't messing around in there or. Yeah, it, well, it was a big cemetery. So what we had to do was about an hour before closing time, we had to drive around the grounds just yeah. to let everybody know, you know, the the. the you know, cemetery's closing, mm -hmm. so we just have to mm -hmm. let people know. If they were in there around the time we had to close the gate, then we had to kind of, you know, usher them out. Right. And after that, we we patrolled the grounds uh, well into the night. Uh, we didn't have a lot of, there weren't a lot of vandals or anything in there, but just a lot of kids who would like to party, you know, some right. people who would hang out, you know. I, I um, was My experience was different. So we, I grew up next to one, literally like right. the edge of our property was, was the cemetery. And it was about, it was not big like that. It was probably five acres. So not that large, you know, mm -hmm. one in, one out. Um, so you could be in and out of there in moments. I hadn't been to a truly massive cemetery until I came to the Chicagoland area and there's some where you can drive around for an hour and not go through the whole thing. I mean, it's crazy. The size mm. of some of them. 
Um, and that was something that uh, I wasn't, oh, well, not not that I wasn't aware of, but wasn't privy to it, ever seeing something like that. Yeah. That's just like a really cool, uh, I don't know if cool is the right word, but uh, it, an yeah. interesting one to, to, to be attached to also, because I'm sure there are a ton of people every year tons that go there just for that reason oh yeah man i mean it was almost people almost used it as a park it was almost a little bit of a destination i mean i was there for a few years and we didn't really have a whole bunch of people coming there just you mm-hmm. know for a tour uh, or anything like that i mean i, I well that's think, okay i think it was fairly well known that uh that was where uh night of the living dead was filmed um but I mean, it, it was it was pretty quiet. Like I said, other, other than the kids who would come in and party and drink and whatever, and and the, the the security guards, we were kids ourselves. You know, we were you know late teens, early twenties. So we were pretty cool as long as there was nobody in there really causing problems. We would let the kids hang out and we would chill with them for a little bit, and we were cool with it as long as they cleaned up after themselves. Right, which they yeah. usually they usually did so. It was good. That's interesting. Um, yeah. Like you said, you know, it's, it's not as much of a destination around here, which was a surprise to me is on. And I, you know, I think it's geographical and regional and stuff like that. But on Mother's Day and, and events and stuff, they will go and have picnics in the cemeteries yeah. here. That is not something from where I am and, you know, middle of nowhere, Podunk, Illinois, was not something that I was was used to seeing. And then the cemetery that's right by us, uh, my wife and I, uh, is famous because uh, Showman's Rest is there. And it's where they had a big, well, actually right over the border in Indiana, they had a train derailed and they they buried all the showmen here. It was like a hundred and some people that died in this train and animals and stuff. And some of them are just in marked graves, unmarked as far as, you know, who's there. It's just, you know, circus performer. So every yeah. year up until 2018, they had the International Clown Festival there. And they Jesus. had a clown like week where you go in and there was clowns performing and people would go and sit in a graveyard and watch clowns perform and make balloon animals and do circus tricks and stuff. And that's right. the first gathering mind. of the Juggalos. I, ha- I have to tell you, that sounds like an absolute nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did stop it. Uh, just, I mean, it went for, I don't know, 50 years, I bet. Um, but yeah, so if you go in there into show me, so it's called Woodlawn Memorial Park is the name of the actual cemetery, but, um, the showman's rest is there and it's outlined by these big, um, I guess you would call them headstones and they're, they're mm-hmm. elephants. So they have elephants all over. Oh, them. nice. Yeah. And, cool, the, actually. yeah. and then they have the, the. All the graves on the ground are the markers for them. So it's kind of interesting. It's definitely worth if you're ever here to just to check out how crazy it is. But yeah, no, no, um, no clowns uh, doing tricks <laughs> in the cemetery anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it, it would turn into a movie. I'd have to. I mean, it would a uh, horror movie if if I was there. I might. I would start taking out clowns with shotguns, put them right there in the ground. And I just say, clown it. graveyard is fucking terrifying. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's it was called the Ham- right I just had to look it up because I didn't know what it was. The Hammond Circus Train Wreck. Oh, jeez. June 22nd, 1918. The Hagenbeck Wallace Circus. Uh, they were asleep when they hit, and most, you know, tons and tons and tons of them died. Jeez. 
I mean, yeah. that's that's sad because I mean, they are they are people, sort of. I mean, they were still clowns, so. <laughs> but, well, a lot of these were probably like just performers or people that were, you know. Yeah. The bearded yeah. lady and the toothless man. And <laughs> oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. The lobster boy and all of that. My people, my my yeah, kind of people. Other than the clowns, I can deal with the bearded lady and the lobster boy, but clowns for whatever reason. Well, you don't have to worry about it this year because the like you said. ICP and the Juggalos, they they canceled the gathering of the Juggalos this year. So, <laughs> yes, they did. So, in a very responsible they, manner. That's right. So you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, that was another thing that was in Didn't Illinois they donate their recently. fabrics um, to make masks they or did. something like that? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just yeah, love that somewhere there's a doctor going in to meet someone with a hatchet man. <laughs> right, man. Yeah. That's like, I, if you'll excuse me, I apologize. And then his patient's like, hey, doc, I didn't know you was down with the clown. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Take two Fago and call me in the morning. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I grew up, you know, like I said, I grew up next to one just as a child. So that was just, you know. I don't want to say home, but you didn't, you know, think about it too much. Now, it's yeah. weird, funny you say that. My sister today sent me a picture because she's she's down there visiting and she went to my parents' grave. They're they're buried there. And since then, we've sold the property and the farm and everything. And um, they've put up a fence and it all. It looks so weird. My sister sent a picture. She's like, look at this. I'm like, oh, it looks wow. so terrible now. We're at our oh. house. Boo hoo, woe is me, and all that stuff. You know how it goes. <laughs> yeah. But George, George Romero was never there, so it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can make you can make stuff up, you know. Yeah, that's right. Oh man, you should. Oh, fucking this and that. And they filmed Debbie Does Dallas there, and all sorts of movies. Wow. Oh, that's so much better, right? <laughs> I don't know why. That was probably the movie that better than Night of Living Dead. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> At least it didn't shoot into your mouth. But yeah, yo, yeah. I mean. <laughs> but it, actually living in the cemetery was pretty cool uh, when I was in college. The only, uh, I wasn't afraid. The only night I was afraid was the very first night because uh, it was yeah. only me and one other guard when I was hired. And like I said, we lived right there on the grounds. We lived, uh, all of the buildings in the cemetery were houses. So we lived in the security house and it was a big old house. And, uh, you know, it had like old uh, wood carvings, the old wood panel walls. You know, it, it looked like something out of The Shining. Uh, the, right, the basement right. was the basement was a dungeon. It was a legit dungeon. I've never gone all the way through the basement because there was a big pit in the floor that, I mean, as far as I know, was bottomless. I never went far enough to find Isn't that out. Crazy how old houses like my grandparents had like a basement like that, and there's just a hole in there, and you're like, what's in there? We don't we don't go down there. Well, yeah. Like how the hell, the hell does that happen, man? They're just so disgustingly dank, dark dungeon. Like, yeah, but why'd you even build it? You know what? What was? What does this? There's four jars of I don't know what from 1930, <laughs> and I don't think we really need it. Well, let's just board up this door. Oh man, you know what's yeah, cool hey, get though? This. Yes, and it was it was an old. I'm sorry, Blaze. It was an old door that looked like it was just made out of planks that was just yeah. in the back, and I'm like, I don't know what or who lived in there. Right. Damn. Right. I'm in the attic uh, that we, so at our house, we converted. So we have an attic that has a floor, but it's not finished. Except for in the front of it, there's one finished room. 
the rest of it is just uh, storage and whatnot. But <laughs> so my my wife had lived here before I we were married, and I moved in with her. And there's a padlock, like bolt thing, on the outside of the door. But the room is finished. I'm like, what the hell is in this room? <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like the child that they never wanted or something. I don't know. Yeah. It reminds me of the unnameable where that, that dude had kept that creature locked up in that room upstairs. Right. And yeah. Just, well, <laughs> it reminded me of Bluebeard. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe that was your wife's uh, previous husbands and you should just stay away from that. Maybe. Room. So I married an axe murderer type crap, right? Or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the walls do bleed, but they, I mean they, they don't really make a mess, so I don't care about it. As, I mean, as long you can't as they complain, clean themselves up, <laughs> the help it keeps the roof warm in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> right, it could be a lot worse. Oh man! But, you know, yeah, and you... so in the cemetery, I lived right next to the um, crematorium. Oh wow! So like it was right, like right there, like everything I mean, you're telling me when you're telling this story reminds me so much of <laughs> uh, Return of the Living Dead, like the big cemetery, the kids oh, going to yeah. a party, the crematorium, you yeah. know, all this stuff just screams uh, that movie to me. Except for you know, I don't know if there was a medical building there. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> think there was any of that. So um, what the what the hell was that thing called that reanimated the dead? The name of that gas? Um, the gas. Uh, oh, I gotta look it up. All I remember is like the skeleton being chained up down there, going brains. brains. The, uh, he was in the uh, the the, the um, what was it like a fifty-five gallon drum? They called him Tar Man. They called him. Oh, Tar uh, <laughs> Trioxin. Oh yeah, Trioxin. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That, that was, was the, the gas. Stuff. But those are the ones you couldn't kill. They just kept coming, right? Know, headless or not. And they could talk too. Yeah, yeah. So that's you, you just keep saying, you know, kids going in there partying and next to the crematorium. <laughs> and my head's just going to send more cops. You know? <laughs> that is funny because I don't remember that movie. I don't know if I've ever even seen that one. You know, oh, I know it's, that I, it's I saw definitely them. so. There's three of them. Return of the okay. Living Dead 1, 2, and 3. They get a little campier and kookier, but the first one is very good. It's really yeah. good. Um, and it's just a, like a different... And they reference uh, Night of the Living Dead in okay. that movie. Uh, but it's uh, a horror comedy. I guess it's light on the comedy, but it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's very campy. And all those movies are kind of funny, you know, in their own way. Yeah. I shouldn't say that. Maybe they're not supposed to be. And they're like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. All that stuff from the 80s, man. I look back on it now and I still love it as much as I did back then. Yeah, and, and it all depends. Like there's movies like Poltergeist that hold up really well. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's still a, a freaky, scary movie. But yeah. then there's other things that you go and you watch it and you're just like, um, you know, it's like pumpkin, pumpkin head. head. I was yeah. just about to say that. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, yeah. uh, you know, and then oh, there's some that, you know, never took themselves seriously, like critters and stuff, you know, and ghoulies and you just laugh at it the whole time. Yeah. That's uh, why it was so good. Cause yeah. it didn't take itself too seriously. Right. Right. No. So, yeah. But, you know, I'm sure they'll be doing that to the movies that we're enjoying now or, or or whatever. I just recently went through the Hellraiser movies and it was like oh, yeah. three, I think it is, when he was like Hell on Earth. 
and they're making all the the new Cenobites and the ones like a camera. He's got a camera in the head, and one's got like CDs sticking yeah, out. Yeah, spits head. out CDs. Like, man, they were stretching for these ones. He was the DJ. <laughs> like, come on, man. Well, it got worse after number three. It just went down the tubes after that. Right, right. Well, Clive Barker, this Clive Barker, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. He uh, he quit being the one that was making them. And um, the, he did Lord of Illusions, too, which was in that same universe, if you read the books and stuff like that, which is where there was a Scott Bakula movie. <laughs> not exactly. Ah, nice. Not, not crazy, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember Lord of Illusions. Okay, and there's not a ton of I don't know a ton of like cemetery movies. You know what I mean? Like not, that are set up uh, passing through or here and there. You know, you and you get the you know digging up stuff. Uh, well, oh, yeah, yeah. There's a relatively uh, newer are... one though called The Grave Dancers. Have you ever seen that? I've never heard of that. Oh wow, that's pretty spooky. Is like, it an 80s movie? Nope. It's uh, It came out maybe, I want to say, 10 years ago. Wow. Grave Dancers. Yeah. Definitely look that up. It's pretty crazy. Well, I'm not yeah. familiar. So is it like, um, is it is it horror? You said it's pretty spooky or what's yeah, it's the... A, it's, it's a ghost story, I guess, where these... Uh, the, the basis of it is these people, they go bury their friend, and then that same night they're kind of uh, getting drunk or something, and they're dancing on other people's graves, and I guess that's a no-no. Well, the, <laughs> so, the, the ground sour. Yeah, the so ghosts <laughs> yeah, ghost come to haunt all of them who, who have danced and partied upon the graves, and it's pretty fucking crazy. And, you know, I can't remember how many times... Woodsy the Owl told us, "Don't dance on graves." You know, so they never, they never learned their thing. I speak of that just made you made me think of Pet Cemetery saying that. But yeah, that's another one that's kind of uh, focused on a cemetery, or at least it's a, a main protagonist in the whole movie. Yeah, which Not, I never saw the remake. I haven't watched oh, it. Oh, don't watch the remake. It's terrible. It. it is fucking terrible. Is it really? Yeah. It's I awesome. heard. I heard it's not worth it. It was just basically a middle finger to Stephen King. I think a lot of the stuff that they've made in his name has been a middle finger <laughs> to Stephen King. But yeah, because you know. his um, the the royalties or whatever were about to expire. And if they didn't yeah. do that movie right at that time, then they wouldn't have been because Stephen King wasn't going to allow them to uh, make that movie. And that's so you get so many movies made like that. Yeah, that um, Roger Corman, uh, uh, Fantastic Four, whoever it was. Oh movie. yeah. You know, it's just like they make these horrible movies or, or pump them out yeah. real quick so that they don't lose the rights. Right. Just that's why there was a that's why there was a new Spider-Man like every six months. <laughs> yeah. So that yeah, exactly because they didn't want Marvel to get the rights to their character back because people forget that it wasn't that long ago Marvel was Marvel was hurting you know they were they were licensing their characters out left and right just so that they didn't go broke and when they made Iron Man and stuff like that no one cared about Iron Man he was nobody you know I mean he wasn't nobody but he wasn't a an, uh, A-list yeah, he wasn't he a was top a, tier yeah yeah but you know you do what you gotta do and now look at them they're making you know they're writing their own checks same as so well oh. Disney is a yeah they, they bought into right. Disney I hope they don't screw up Deadpool for me that's all I care about I think they'll be fine I am. yeah man Marvel they've definitely proved themselves to the point where they knew that they could start doing whatever they wanted to do you know like uh, like for instance 
deciding to make a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. <laughs> and when right. when that was right. announced, you know, a lot of comic book fans, well, I mean, just the hardcore comic book fans were like, okay, cool. But the casual comic book fans are like, what? The thing with the tree and the raccoon? Are you fucking kidding? And it was one of their best movies. Yeah, it's interesting. And, you know, like you said, don't mess up um, Deadpool. Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds is great as Deadpool, but I want Ryan Reynolds to branch out a little bit like if you saw detective pikachu it was like detective deadpool to me you know it was very similar <laughs> ah. and i just saw that he's doing something else oh dragon's lair mm. he's uh the game i don't know if you guys remember dragon's Dark. lair Dark the daring yes yeah, there you go exactly yeah he's making that i hope it's not just uh you know ryan reynolds portraying his you know his same character but as a knight this time i'd yeah, love to see him branch I'm out thinking a little it will be. well you know what's funny yeah. is that in the movie life Ryan Reynolds kind of brought his uh, kitschy character over to that movie where he, he was a little bit serious, but he was still a bit of a smartass. You know, right. he's, he's like the same person in every movie. Even in Blade Trinity, he was basically the, yes. the wisecracking guy. And like he's kind of like that in every film. Mm, yeah. Oh, he did a movie. He did one serious movie that, uh, that I saw with my kid's mom. I can't remember what it was called. I want to say it was called Buried. You guys heard of that one? Yeah, uh, where she's dead, and he's telling the story about her. Is that the one to his daughter? No, no. And through through the whole movie, like the movie starts with him waking up in a coffin. I think it was a coffin, not necessarily a casket, because there's a difference. Um, But bringing it back full circle, we're going back to the cemetery now. So yes, sir. You see how we do, man? (laughs) You know, we're pros at this. But yeah, he was he was buried and he had a cell phone and I can't remember exactly what was going on. I don't want to spoil anything, but the majority of the movie is just him in a box, just talking on a phone. I vaguely uh, remember that concept now that you're saying that. Yeah, I know it doesn't sound too gripping, but it was actually uh, it was actually pretty good, man. Actually, no, some I'm, of the some of the best sort of. Yeah, you know, as long as something's good, I don't care. It could be. That's what people need to do is think outside of the box. No pun intended. Yeah. Ah, nice. Um, <laughs> but, you know, with, with some movies, because we're in that whole, um, you know, reboot sequel culture for the last yeah. umpteen million years, it seems like. So I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's like they new. lost all the ideas to make anything to break new ground. So it's let's uh, recycle, remake old movies and bring them back again. Yeah, you know, and I, I guess you have that built-in nostalgia. You know, the member berries, my member, you know, is, is yeah. pretty strong. But uh, that only goes so far. And it's <laughs> people talk that about, you know, like what we do. You know, oh, you're talking about these stories, you know, Roswell and and insert whatever, Area 51 and blah, 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 blah. And we talk about it, yeah. And everyone has their different take on it. And I think it's not always the same, though, when you're telling the same uh, story as a movie. You know, because it used to be a movie get made and then they'd remake it. It was remade 30, 40 years later right? or, or longer. You know, 80s movies, you know, are coming in that, that area. But now they're remaking movies like you said, Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you barely got the one outside of the theater. And like we're rebooting. Oh, my God. Yeah. What are you doing? Ryan yeah. Reynolds played Deadpool to turn around and play Deadpool in a completely rebooted different <laughs> franchise. All under yeah. Marvel. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> but, hey, if it works for, hey, they're making money off of it. It's so good for them. I can't, you know, 
My bitch, yeah. I'm just jealous. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> you want to be making that Marvel money. Yeah, that Marvel. Okay, I wish. The House of Mouth, Mouth, Mouse Money is some serious <laughs> scratch, man. They don't mess around. I bet you they are dirtier than the mob. I bet they've got some oh. leg breakers like nobody's business. Oh, wow. Sure. Walt knows where uh, all the bodies are buried. His his uh, his head inside a jar knows. He is not in a cemetery. Uh, he's in a cryo chamber or whatever somewhere. Yeah. Waiting right. for the cure to come uh, to wake him up. <laughs> the cure for what? Death. The cure for so you death. Guys had a, uh, you guys had a crematorium on ground. So did they have a, a full, like, was there a, you know, was it just a, a place like a, um, what am I trying to say? Like, where, uh, oh, who works on the, not a coroner, but a mortician's uh, spot there? Or was it also like, how did it work? Um... You know what? I don't know. We didn't really see too many people mm-hmm. during the during the day. We weren't really involved in the activities. Right, we right. weren't we weren't really the day security. So you know, we were just uh, we would just drive around at night. Uh, we would kind of escort the salespeople out, but you know, yeah. other than that, everybody else was out. So I don't really know. I never even really thought um, about that. I just know that the worst thing for me was we had to we had to go around and check all of the buildings mm-hmm. uh check the the security codes and everything and if there was a door unlocked like we had to check the sales building the uh mm-hmm. the mausoleum which was big and nice but it was scary inside if you were by yourself and the crematorium if any of the doors were unlocked we had to go in and and uh check the whole place out and the crematorium was the worst if, if they ever left that place unlocked uh because if they left it unlocked you know that they burned some bodies that day and it was always still very very hot in there uh, it had that that smell you just breathing that stuff in and it, it was a it was a real life horror movie hey you kids mm. stop having sex in that oven yeah <laughs> i mean if they were gonna do that i wasn't gonna stop them you know there's a there's a a a pretty popular youtube channel it's like ask a mortician or something like that it's a lady on there and she's an acting mortician and she just answers questions that you probably don't want to ask you want to ask but you don't you know and and she's respectful and it's an actually a really interesting uh channel i don't know if it's called ask a mortician or not but if you ever get a few minutes you want to mess around on youtube check it out because people will send her questions and they ask how does this happen what happens after death how does this you know what does a funeral really cost what should i do this and the other and she answers them all and uh it's pretty interesting uh yeah it's ask a mortician is is the yeah so you can watch it on youtube i just looked it up and uh she's a mortician in los angeles and (laughs) caitlin doty dowdy dotty i don't know how do you uh, pronounce it, but yeah, it's an interesting channel where she's just like, you know, people like one of them's like, do morticians actually have sex with the dead? <laughs> she's like, you know, I'm sure it happens. You know, she was just, cr- you know, candid about it. You know, um, I'm sure it's a very low amount, but has it happened? Absolutely. People have been caught and prosecuted and stuff like that. You know, mm. hey. necrophilia is a real thing. Uh, if there's a word for it, someone's done it. There's a lot of shit people doing that they ain't got words for yet, so. <laughs> Yikes. You know? Right. But that's scary, but, you know, it's uh, it's it's impressive to me, like, as we talk about these things, you know, the morbid curiosity of the world. You know, she does something that 
most of us never have a avenue to ever explore. And so when someone says, well, ask me anything, AMAs are a big popular thing. She's making a probably pretty good money off of just doing that. Answering sure. people's questions about something that is a morbid curiosity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because when you think of it, when you think about it, somebody has to do the job, you know? Right. And I mean, as long as there are humans, there are humans who are dying. So these things have to be done. And I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. she makes good money outside of just doing it. But yeah, you're right. She's probably making just, good money off of just the YouTube channel. Just think of how damn desensitized you got to become to death and grossness and blood and bile and nasty yeah. you know if you do that for a living oh yeah. my god uh, how do you like on, how do you like on the on the movies they try to show how like every single movie that has ever shown a mortician uh in in the movies they always show them like eating a sandwich or whatever i was just say just they're standing there eating a sandwich you know <laughs> paying no attention oh yeah another yeah, head came up right there yeah <laughs> yeah, everyone. This shows that I'm okay with this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then they're Plus, kind I don't of know pulling if you know this, the mortician code, they can only eat sandwiches. So, <laughs> double, double edged sword. They learn that in mortician school. You do. You mean they can't have junior mints? No. <laughs> it's, well, only if you're a scab, but if you're in the mortician's union, it's against the rules. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do get that reference, Blaze. Kudos for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, another another sort of nightmarish thing about uh, my cemetery uh, in the dungeon. There was a cage full of prosthetic parts, Blaze. I don't remember if I told you that. There's no. just arms and legs, torsos Whoa. and things. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> because. They were there. I don't know why they were in the security office, but they were at the cemetery for um, if somebody had to be buried and they were missing a limb or something, you know, or oh, just like for the put it in. for yeah. the funeral. Yeah, yeah. They, it was kind of like on loan. Oh, wow. OK. My thinking went along the lines of maybe they were training some of the younger, the, the upstarts how to do autopsies. And that's what they were using the prosthetic limbs for. I don't know. <laughs> the upstarts. <laughs> I'm a young, I'm a young, uh, young buck and uh, <laughs> working on my cadavers. You know, I got to learn this. You know, like they bring in the pigs for the tattoo artist. They bring in the, <laughs> the yeah, right. The, you know, we're gonna go to town on this. Yeah. Corner uh, 101 school. Hey, that could be another use for those real dolls, man. Autopsies. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this or if you guys ever watch, um, what is it, uh, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Uh, to be a coroner, you do not have to have a schooling, uh, any sort of degree. In most states, you just have to be elected. Really? So wow. you can become that person from election and then like, okay, here we go. Now you can go be the county, you know, there's a difference between if someone has is like a coroner. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say coroner versus a the some of them don't have coroners. You know what I mean? And so there are a lot of people that are inspecting bodies and deciding on causes of death that have no real background in it. <laughs> oh man, that's insane. That's that is crazy. Yeah, medical thought, examiner, coroner versus medical exam. Oh yeah, like and, Quincy. Uh, 
Coroners are elected lay people, his way says, who often do not have professional training, whereas medical examiners are appointed and have board certification in a medical specialty. They determine the cause of death from a medical standpoint, whereas coroners sometimes just go, yep, that's it, and they sign off on it, and you go <laughs> on the ground, and they miss stuff because Jerry was better at oh, printing man. signs and going, you know, shaking hands <laughs> and kissing babies, so he gets to work with the dead. Holy shit. Huh. Yep, that that's just a dead seems body. wrong, doesn't it? It does. Doesn't that seem fucked up? Like it's not. It, it would never happen. You're like, nope. That's that's the way it goes. <sighs> now, what if everybody in town just hates one person and they just write that person in on the ballot? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, Pete's our new coroner. Oh, Damn it! Mom, <laughs> Pete. Oh man, yeah. I just, I just. Uh, it was really an eye-opening thing, and. It, if you watch that show, they talk about some of the places where they do these investigations. They go in, and it is the most unsanitary body parts in boxes in unrefrigerated areas and stuff like that because they have no idea what they're doing, and and stuff is just going bonkers in these areas. And it was it was sad to say the least. That is disturbing. Yeah, you know, and I'm sure. John Oliver's show is sensationalized in a lot of ways, and I'm sure that you can poke holes into some of the stuff, but I'm sure quite a bit of it is actually true also, you know, so. And the corner part is definitely true as far as not needing versus needing uh, degrees, so yikes. That is crazy. I want to be a corner. I don't (laughs) have a lot of faith in anybody doing a job that I could do. (laughs) If anyone ever tells you you're a shiftless layabout or anything like that, you'd be like, I am completely appalled that you would say something like that. I have all the qualifications to be a corner. (laughs) (laughs) Good day, sir. I work with (laughs) dead. There we go, man. Yeah, man, I I could honestly... I could talk more and more about this, man. We could talk about this for days and days, but... Uh, we're going to have to bring this to a close. But before we do, I know that you have some uh, pretty interesting things going on uh, with Hysteria 51. Uh, I just checked out the most recent episode as of the time of this recording. And there was some uh, some crazy stuff going on with Kyle, who's just becoming a little uh, more and more creepy. Yeah, yeah. So next week, which will be, let me look at the calendar real quick, the 25th. We got a very special episode coming out. So if you heard our first audio adventure, yes. uh, which we did last year, our second audio adventure is coming out next week. So we got that looking forward and kind of a, a, a departure from our normal weekly episodes where we talk about the world of the weird aliens and cults and anything that we find interesting and kind of give you a layman's a lay a layman, a layman's term, uh, you know, a layman's look at, at how it breaks down. But yeah, so these are fun where we just go out and it's an audio adventure, like an old school audio drama. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And we had a whole bunch of live shows ready for this year that we have canceled <laughs> because of coronavirus. Uh, why is that, Brent? So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we're just lazy. So that's all I will about it. You canceled so, yeah, so you other could learn to that, be a corner. That's a big thing coming up. And uh, hopefully... This will all die down, and we'll get to start rescheduling those again. But, yeah, every Monday you can catch Hysteria 51 on any podcatcher you're on. We're on Pandora and Spotify and all those things, Apple. And and, uh, you can just, if you want to find us and you can't remember any of that, Hysteria51.com. Very simple. Very easy. 
And uh, yeah, we do have two robot sidekicks that are on our show from time to time. And uh, yeah, you get to hear all about them next week if you tune in. Tune in. I feel like that was a perfect area for a Seabot to chime in with something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I turn them off when I'm on with other people. Otherwise, it's just <laughs> good. I don't do well with robots, but I will say, I will say in the defense of Kyle, I made cheese muffins and they were delicious. Cheese muffins are all right. And if you want to cheat and have cheap cheese muffins, just go and get some Cheddar Bay biscuits from your local Red, red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, gentlemen, yeah, thank you so much for having me on and letting me uh, talk uh, all this nonsense about uh, cemeteries because I'm I'm <laughs> so skilled and have, you know, well, I am have a coroner's background. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're the next cemeteryologist. Yeah, I'm a scientist. I know what I'm talking about. So this is confirmed sighting. Uh, Brent, the last time we had you on, uh, you recommended a book that uh, that meant a lot to you, and uh, that was a good recommendation. But for anybody else who, uh, just for a refresher, or if this is anybody's first time listening, confirmed sighting, we talk about uh, maybe a sci-fi or horror a movie, a TV show, a book, I don't know, comic book, video game, whatever. Just something that we might be into um, that's uh, tied into that genre. So is there anything that you've been into lately? Well, going off of what I was talking about before we got our audio adventure coming out next week, uh, I've been going back and playing some Zork. Do you remember Zork? Or did you ever play that? I might be too old. You know, it's an old game. It's a text-based fantasy adventure game and it's one of those things like your screen comes up and it's like you're outside of a house and there's a mailbox the house is boarded up and you tell it what you want to do and it does that and then it also had its own series of choose your own adventure books and they were just like you know you're you're fighting monsters and traps and and things like that and that's been something that i don't know i've been finding myself going back and and going through all this old school you know gaming and, and books and stuff like that that are also in this fantasy and aliens and, and craziness world that we talk about that just takes it kind of tongue-in-cheek and zork if you're not familiar with it there's a fun fun dive down those avenues so uh if you've never heard of it google it z-o-r-k and if you have there's emulators you can play them on you know the, there's tons of emulators that play it i'm sure there's websites that are are you know set up just for it but black screen green cursor or maybe a white cursor and, and it's just a text-based game and you can lose yourself in it if you play the game so yeah if you're into fantasy adventure stuff that's it's a blast that sounds that awesome. actually yes i was gonna say that sounds <laughs> extremely cool to me because i i actually did used to play games uh sort of like that uh, on our old computer that we had uh and a, a little bit more advanced than that, but not much. Uh, I had an Incredible Hulk game, and Hulk is my favorite character. And oh, no. it was along the same lines. You know, you, you would tell him what you want him to do, and you would have to figure out little things. Like, you start off the game as Banner, and you're in a situation where you have to do something. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do. I have to turn it into the Hulk. What do Hulk, I do? I'll, I'll bite friend. your lip. <laughs> I do not understand. Hulk, right. make my parents love one another. That doesn't work. <laughs> That command right. is not understood. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hulk smash parents. No Hulk. 
What did it um, used to say? Something ambiguous command or, or something like that when I had that old Commodore 64? <laughs> yeah, uh, what does uh, it say? Um, it said something about ambiguous, uh, ambiguous command line or something like that. It was really freaking weird. I don't remember that. Like you would go to um, run ex no not exe it was run something and then you would put this oh I I don't even remember the computer code back then I Holy can crap. picture it but I can't remember yeah and then like if you did it wrong it would say ambiguous something and then it would be like retry it's just you're looking at a black screen with a bunch of stuff on it and a bunch of text it's weird <laughs> man. You know, in the DOS days. Yeah, those days. Oh, but you know what, though? Uh, here's some trivia for you. The 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 highest-selling uh, home computer ever in the history of computers, the Commodore 64. Yeah. Uh, yep. And all sorts uh, of peripherals. And, yeah, back when computers cost more than they do now. It's crazy what people used to pay for those home computers and something like that, too. To, you know, well, you see them like moving in a hard drive that's the size of the room that's you know <laughs> one yeah. megabyte or less or something <laughs> like that you know and now hell we've got you know <laughs> I've got uh, sixteen terabyte shit full of movies <laughs> yes. so, all completely legal I wouldn't worry about it yeah I think, oh, <laughs> what what's a torrent nope. I've never heard of such a thing but yeah so if you guys have never done it and there's books too. And um, I actually have the books from when I, was, I dug them out. I have two of the books from when I was a kid. Zork, Z O R K. It's a lot of fun, and it's one of the first you know text-based computer computer games. Kind of reminds you of without the graphical interface. If you ever saw Big, where he's playing that game and he's like shoot a missile at the thing, and yeah. does it, you know, it's like that without the graphics. But that's how it is. Is it tells you what's going on, and you play it that way. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. I was also going to say um, that I played uh, Maniac Mansion. It was sort of right. like that. Yes. But, Day of the Tentacle. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, that was a lot of fun. Um, you know, it had it had you know it was it had graphics and everything. I mean, of course, right. it was old point school, clicks. but those are point and clicks. They had so you know I, I played the um, yeah, the whole yeah. series of um, uh, King's Quest. I love okay. those too. You know, when they were Sierra games. King's Quest and Leisure Suit Larry and Leisure Suit Larry, yeah. <laughs> all those, all those uh, Sam and Max hit the road and yeah. uh, Police Quest. There's a ton of them, a ton of them. I'm getting all nostalgic over here. I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> oh man, I'm right there with you, man. This I'm gonna have to look some of these good up. Stuff. For sure, man. It's worth it. I remember a lot of those titles, man. It's good stuff. So anybody around our age uh, who remembers that, you know, go ahead, uh, dive back into that. It's worth it. Anybody who's uh, younger than us, um, go to bed or go to bed. Get yeah. your, get, get your parents' permission. Abandoned where it's out there for free that you can download. And Scum is a uh, Scum VM is a it's a uh, PC based. Um, emulator and you can play a lot of those old games on it so you can find them you know free to download um, that's not illegal you're not pirating or anything because they're abandoned where and um, yeah you can play those old games on your your current PC and it's a lot of fun cool yeah 
fucking commercial for these things. <laughs> you should be getting Maybe. paid by the company. I know, right? <laughs> but thanks for the recommendation. That's, yeah. that's yeah. extremely cool, man. Zork, go check it out. Hell yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So now I will stop the recording. Thank you for contacting Inhuman Resources, a Q&A segment where you can have your cues aid by these two jackasses, at least to the best of their limited abilities. Feel free to ask any question at all, from how to make a peanut butter sandwich, to how can I get my hot coworker to notice me, to how do manatees bang, any question at all. Just contact at on Twitter with the hashtag InhumanResources or email InhumanExperiencePodcast19 at gmail.com with Inhuman Resources in the subject line. And we'll see what we can do about bringing you that much closer to enlightenment. Now transferring you over to the Inhumans and... We have a question from Isaac. Once again, I recognize that name. I think he uh, asked us a question before, but... Didn't he uh, ask us that question that made us get mad at each other about the hot dogs? I think Isaac... Yes, I think that was Isaac. You motherfucker! (laughs) Oh, man. So this time, Isaac hit us with an email, and he wanted to know which of us is Beavis and which of us is Butthead. Oh, man. (laughs) Now... I might have to refresh my memory. Okay, yeah. No, never mind. I remember now. Beavis is the one who goes, I am the great Cornholio. I need TV for my bunghole. Are you threatening me? (laughs) You will give me TV. (laughs) Uh, So I can answer that. I am definitely Beavis because I'm just a fucking ball of energy. Most times I'm hyperactive and I talk too much. Um, and you're you're like the more laid back one, so you definitely be butthead. You know what? I I can I can definitely get on board with that because that's I was thinking sort of along the same lines. You know, butthead is the one who uh, thinks that he is kind of like the one who gets shit done. <laughs> butthead <laughs> thinks that he's kind of a ladies' man, um, and he's not. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> Uh, butthead is not nearly as smart as he thinks he is so well come on i didn't go all there man you know (laughs) well i mean truth is truth so i mean that was that was kind of an easy one man um let's see uh i guess (laughs) (laughs) could you like Um, put the phone to your butt (laughs) (laughs) so which of us is uh which of us is is bo duke and which of us is luke duke who are these people? These are the Duke boys, man. The Duke boys, oh, the Dukes of Hazard. Man, you're bringing up shit that I haven't had to remember in about decades. Many, many <sighs> decades. Oh, man. Okay, <sighs> well, I don't know. I think maybe I'm Luke Duke, and I'll just say that you're Bo. Okay, good, because I don't remember shit about both of them. Um, which which A-team member are we, man? I mean, I'm B.A. Baracus, dude. I don't even have to... I ain't getting oh, on yeah. no goddamn plane. 
<laughs> hey boy. I don't even have to think. We even we even have the same initials. I don't even have to think about that. Oh, that's true. That's true. I would probably be Murdoch. Okay. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue with that. I'm not gonna argue. I'm definitely right. not Hannibal. Uh, I'd be Murdoch most likely. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely not Hannibal. Yeah, uh, and I'm, I'm too. Not I'm too ugly to be face. So you know. I was gonna say the same thing about me, man. <laughs> oh shit. Um, so yeah, um, Murdoch and B. A. Baracus. All right, that works. All right. Um. Now, which of us? Ooh. Which of us is Seabot and which of us is Kyle? I'm totally Kyle, dude. <laughs> All right. I mean, I can be Seabot, but, you know, I did. I made those cheese muffins and they were delicious. Yeah, but you usually say stuff that makes sense, whereas I kind of trail off into creepy shit that makes no sense. So uh, I don't, I don't know how much say. sense I make, but I also I also don't drink at all. You know, that's kind of not like Seabot. But well, he only makes uh, he only drinks bot juice or bot booze. That's true. That's true. And we do have we do share the the same disdain for humans. Yeah. So, well, all right. So there we go. I forgot <laughs> where we started with this, Isaac. But there's an answer to your question. You son of a <laughs> bitch! You made us do it again. <laughs> only this time we Isaac, weren't fighting. I, I really want you to stop asking us questions, Isaac. <laughs> you keep breaking the show. <laughs> So if anybody else actually has a question that they would like to ask, you can easily hit us up. Yeah, I mean, we're pretty easy to find. If you've got a Commodore 64, you could just type in uh, run command control something or other. And I, I, I'm sorry, I'm not well versed in computer. That's all right. If you have a speaking spell, you can just type in boobs. Boobs, yeah. If you, if you uh, shine a never mind. I completely <laughs> lost it on that one. But yeah, it if you email inhuman experience podcast nineteen at gmail.com and put boobs in the subject line, Bobby Anthem will definitely get back to you. Absolutely. You can also reach us on Twitter <laughs> at IEXP underscore podcast with the hashtag inhuman boobs. resources. <laughs> or boobs. Either works. Yes. But if you say boobs and you tease us and then there's no boobs, then we're going to be angry with you. So I'm kidding. Kind. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Send boobs. <laughs> Send boobs. <laughs> fan of movies or comics or video games or just anything else nerdy well you should check out the zing this, this podcast. podcast and that's spelled z-e-n-g this and we have nerdy topics from comic book reviews to in-depth analysis of iconic nerdy movies as well as video game discussions mm-hmm Where's some of the best places to find us, Allie? Well, Podbean, of course. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Podcasts. Yeah. So check us out. Once again, that is Zing, Zing This. this.
Can we come back to life at least uh, for enough time to get these shout outs in? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we are we are undead. We are not dead. We're not alive, but we are undead. We're kind of in the middle. We are reanimated. Reanimated corpses. And you know something? When you and Brent were talking about that, um, the not the boiler room. The crematorium. <laughs> yes, the crematorium. Thank you. I was going to say, did you... Did you meet Dr. West in the crematorium for reanimated corpses? You know, like the reanimator. But it, it was no. the joke would have flown better if I had said it at the time. But, you know, <laughs> better late than never, man. Yeah. You know, just because we were talking about um, Return of the Living Dead and how they had the the mortuary in the crematorium there and you know there were all the bodies coming back to life and it just made me think of the reanimator movie uh yeah oh and, and while we're at it while we're here and we're still touching back on the conversation that we had uh it, it comes back to to my memory uh, a simple thing i don't know why i didn't think about this uh during the conversation but no there was absolutely no mortuary on the scene on on the uh, cemetery grounds at all like we didn't we didn't do that thing it was just a cemetery there was no type of a medical facility or anything like that there so, so they just we had just a place buried, where you burned we just bodies. buried the bodies that's all you buried them and you burned them buried them and burned buried and burned that's what <laughs> we did <laughs> okay or burned and buried it would be hard to burn a buried body right no oxygen right, right. We, we burned and or buried yeah or both or yeah either or both you burn the bodies and then buried the ashes we actually did that because the mausoleum was, was beautiful and and man i could i could talk forever about the cemetery but you know what let's let's go ahead and show some appreciation for our friends while we are here absolutely all right big shout outs to our boys klondike bill verbs nathan mondor uh check out shaheen nuclearheatshop.com podcast listen to get in the corner WNC Super Party, Dirt Sheet Dudes, Hollywood Hangout, Suplex City Limits, The Federation, Smack It Down Podcast, Transcontinental Project, Planet Raconteur, It's Pathetic with Scott and Rybread, The High Marks, Saturday Morning Cartoons, Archon's Corner, The Michael Deacon Program, Sir Dirk, Alien Conspiracy Podcast, Conspiracy Cafe Podcast, Alien Theorist Theorizing, Hysteria 51, and a big shout out to the networks that provide us a platform, the WNC Network, Wrestling Soup, and Fourth Hand Media. And uh, I want you guys, if you like the show, you know, consider donating. It's $3, the most basic tier. You get access to everything on Patreon. So that's uh, patreon.com forward slash Inhuman EX podcast. Also, uh, if you want to support in another way, you can buy t-shirts. We've got a couple of cool designs right now. And that's at tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash IEXpod. So, yeah, man, help us out. Uh, you know, give us money. Keep us going. Buy a shirt. Buy a um, couple shirts. Buy, <laughs> buy a couple of shirts. Buy one for your whole family. Yeah. Make masks out of them. Who yeah, knows? definitely. Yeah, make a mask out of them. I think I'm going to be creating some mask designs on the T Public website. So look for those in the future. 
Nice, nice. We can wear masks forever. You know, it doesn't just have to happen during these trying times. Yeah. Well, you know what I've noticed is that at yesterday when my allergies were really bad and I was taking a walk outside, I actually wore the mask the entire time I was taking a walk and I didn't sneeze at all. So that's a good thing. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, wear, wear the mask for allergies. Whatever. Yeah. You know, do whatever you want to do with them. We don't care. Just give us money. <laughs> use it as a thong. Use it as, use it as a cum rag. You, whatever. Do, do if you, as long as you buy it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Just don't tell us what you do with it. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to know if you masturbate with it. You know, that that's your business. That's between you and your God. <laughs> but if you do want to let us know, you can hit us up. We have ways. We have two Twitters. And I'm thinking of shutting one down now that we've got our old one back. But... You can still hit us up at IEXP underscore podcast on Twitter or at pod inhuman. And I think I'm going to be closing that one, saving it as a backup. Um, check us out on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram <laughs> uh, at IEX underscore pod. That's on Instagram. And don't ask me about the Facebook URL. Honestly, just go to Facebook and look up Inhuman Experience Podcast. Uh, because if you, if, you, if you know how to use the internet, you can find it. What the fuck is the internet? <laughs> you can also <laughs> reach us via email. Yeah, you can email us at inhumanexperiencepodcast19 at gmail.com. Uh, if you do have a masturbation story about our shirts or anything else, make sure it goes to care of Bobby Anthem. <laughs> Okay, that's all I'm saying. That's fine. I can't see anyway. So. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, man, we got lots of ways. We'd love to interact with you. So definitely hit us up. You know, we may we might sound like assholes on the show, but we're not actually assholes. We're cool people. I like to think that. Yeah. You've been listening to a fourth hand joint.